is pre-agency a real thing? Because I'm thinking it is. It's the cipher. What's good, guys? I'm watching NBA preseason Lakers versus the Nuggets. It was LeBron's Lakers debut. The game was pretty good. Lakers made a run to keep it close in the third. Then Denver went on a monster 25-4 run, and they've pretty much opened and blown this game out. This is definitely the definition of garbage time right now. My early thoughts on the Lakers' chemistry, it's going to take some time. I still think that Luke Walton has decisions to make into regards of the different lineups and the different combinations he's going to be able to put on the floor. I doubt they're going to play nine consistent consistently. You're looking at a team that's probably going to have an eight-man rotation uh, barring an injury. And I think within that eight-man rotation, he's going to have to find out, can he start KCP alongside Rondo? Because they're both not really scorers. KCP is a 3 and D guy. Rondo's a distributor slash defender. It's going to be interesting how the chemistry Um, how the offense can flow, because I think you're going to have to be able to open up the floor and space the floor a little bit better. Now, granted, KCP can shoot the three and Rondo can run a team as well as any point guard in the NBA still, even at the age of 32. But when you have LeBron on the floor and you're starting JaVale McGee alongside Brandon Ingram, I'm looking at Rondo and JaVale McGee really not as shooters and You know how that works. Really good teams will collapse on the shooters and make the non-shooters take shots. So, again, Luke Walton has his hands full, but I don't make too much of their flaws right now or too much of their successes. It's preseason. What the real Lakers will look like once the real season kicks in and the games count, that's all that really matters. As of right now, though, It's just great to have the NBA back. I'm just glad to have it back. It's no offense to the NFL. The NFL has been interesting so far. The scores have been very, very high, which if you're a defender, if you're an old school NFL fan, you're wondering where defense has gone. Defense hasn't gone anywhere. Defense is just playing with one arm tied behind its back with the rule changes and now the implementation of more rules. It isn't that offenses have gotten greater. It's that offenses have been able to take advantage of the rule changes. Think about this. Last year, there were eight 400-yard passing games for the entire season. Going into week nine, or or going into week four, I'm sorry, there were already nine 400-yard passing games. That's insane. That said, NFL, entertaining, again, high scoring. If you're into points, if you're into offense, then you're loving the current NFL. Me, I just haven't been feeling it as much. And it's not because my favorite team, the team I grew up on, is struggling. Really, it's not. Because if you're a fan, you're a fan no matter what. You ride with them when they're winning, and you ride with them when they take L's. I'm just more excited about the NBA. It's not that I don't have love for the NFL no more because I always will. 
it's just the NBA is my main joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, I roll with the NBA. So speaking of the NBA, getting back to it. The other day, I heard a phrase and I thought, that's a pretty cool phrase. And when you really think about it, it's a real thing. Jalen Rose said the word pre-agency. And at first I laughed, but when he made his point, he's 100% right. Pre-agency in the NBA is a real thing. If you look at what Paul George did with the Pacers, he was going into the last year of his deal. He let them know he had no intentions of re-signing with them and that they could either trade him and get something in return or lose him altogether and get nothing back once he hits free agency. What happened? The Pacers moved him. Kyrie Irving goes to Cleveland's management. I don't want to play with LeBron anymore. I don't want to be in Cleveland. Trade me now or lose me outright and get nothing in return in free agency. Kyrie's in the Boston Celtics now. It's becoming a thing. Star players are taking control of their destinations. They're kind of beating the franchises to the punch. They know that going into their last season, if they turn down an extension and they let you know, I'm not going to resign, they're putting it out there. Move me. Even if you don't move me to where I want to go, move me and get something in return or lose me and get no value in return. Kyrie's done it. Paul George's done it. Jimmy Butler's trying to do it right now. And it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point, Tibbs, if he doesn't get fired, is going to make a move, move Jimmy Butler and get some form of value in return. I really think the pre agency is, is, it really is the new free agency. It's changing. I think it changed the landscape of the NBA too. Now, franchises, when they do these contracts, they're going to want a longer, a longer deal done. When you look at the deal that the Lakers did with LeBron, four year deals, $153 million. But the key part is those three years, those first three years are guaranteed. So now the Lakers can make plans around LeBron because they know for a fact he's going to be there for three years. Unlike when he was on the Cavaliers and every year he kept signing one year deals so he could be a free agent and he can hold them over a barrel. This is totally different. I think when you see Jimmy Butler sign an extension and Kyrie Irving eventually, wherever he lands, signs an extension. And Kawhi Leonard, wherever he lands and makes home sign an extension, at least those first three years of those deals will be guaranteed. I think that's the future of the NBA. I think pre-agency is not going anywhere. I also don't think this is limited to the top of the roster. I think that talented six men or talented rotation players can make that same kind of move. Don't forget about a guy like Terry Rozier, Frank Kaminsky, Larry Nance Jr., or Trey Lyles, Kevin Looney, solid rotation player, Justice Winslow, Willie Cauley-Stein, Deion Wright, or even Kelly Oubre. These guys are restricted free agents, but that doesn't mean they won't use that option and test the waters and maybe force their current franchises to make a decision. What if somebody offers Kelly Oubre a three-year, $75 million deal? Sure, the Wizards can match it, but will they want to go that high or pay that high a price tag when they've already paid a monstrous price tag for Otto Porter Jr.? I'm not sure they'd be willing to do that. So I think, again, 
it's not just limited to star or all-star caliber players. I think six men or talented rotation players have some form of power, even if they're restricted free agents, to force their franchise's hand and try to get a bigger and better deal. I'm amped up and excited for this coming NBA season. Obviously, I want to see the superstars and the super teams do what they do. I want to see the progression of some of the rookie players. But I'm going to be watching this year's draft class. So I'm going to be looking at DeAndre Ayton and Marvin Bagley III, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson Jr., Trey Young, Muhammad Bamba, Wendell Carter Jr., Colin Saxton, Kevin Knox, and Mikael Bridges. I'm going to be watching all of them. I'm going to see how they develop, how they mesh with their teams, because that process is just as exciting as any. I'm also going to be looking at some second and third year players. I'm looking at a player like Emmanuel Moutier, D'Angelo Russell, and Miles Turner. With Moutier and D'Angelo Russell, the talent's there. Moutier's problem is his work ethic never matched up to his talent. But all reports are, so far, Moutier's been the best looking player in the Knicks camp. So I'm hoping to see a redemption year for Moutier. D'Angelo Russell can play in this league. He can score in this league. He is a talented player. What he is not, and it's something that I knew when he got drafted by the Lakers, he is not a point guard. D'Angelo Russell is a two guard who can play point in spots, but he is a two guard. And once the Nets figure that out, they're going to get the very best out of him. Miles Turner has all the talent and upside to be one of the top five big men in all of basketball. He's just got to put it together. I thought he took a step back last season, but I think this season he seems to be recommitted. He's put in the work, and I'm expecting big things from him along with his sidekick, Sabonis. I think that one-two punch up front is going to be one of the reasons the Pacers are going to be one of those sleeper teams in the East. Everybody knows what Jason Tatum did in his rookie year in the regular season, but he took it to another level in the playoffs. So everything is pointing up for Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum from that draft class, obviously we know what Ben Simmons can do, but I think Jason Tatum has a legitimate shot to make the all-star team this season. I'm also looking at a guy like Chris Dunn, who it took a while for him to find his way, but I think Chris Dunn is going to make his way to be one of the top defensive guards in all the NBA. I think Chris Dunn is somebody who can probably average around 15 points, seven or eight assists, and two, two and a half steals a game. He is that an elite on-the-ball defender, and he's improved upon his really one weakness, which was his mid-range jump shot. I think Chris Dunn has turned himself into a legitimate starting point guard, and I think he's going to keep improving upon that. I'm looking at a guy like Zach Levine, who has all the talent in the world, who could be easily one of the top two guards in the NBA if he can stay healthy and be consistent. I'm expecting a solid season from Levine. I think Zach Levine is going to score probably around 20, anywhere between 20 and 22 points a game. So I'm expecting big things for him. I'm also expecting big things from last year's rookie for Chicago, Lauren Marketing. I think Marketing is one of those underrated bigs. He's 6'10", can put the ball on the floor, shoot from three, play in the post, face you up. Just an all-around offensive talent. I think he has tons of upside. 
Hey, Facebook fam, good looking out on the responses. I'm going to get into those Facebook responses tomorrow. If H doesn't join me, I'll rock it myself. This is the cipher. I'm going to leave you guys with just a taste.